Are you curious about cholesterol? Maybe you have had high cholesterol and you're wanting to know more about it. How can you reduce it? What's good? What's bad? What's going to help it? Well, this is going to be a two-part episode, and today I'm going to share a little bit about my journey with high cholesterol and my experience. And then I'm also going to be sharing about cholesterol levels and breaking down what they mean so that you can be empowered in your health and be able to look at a lab and really understand what those numbers mean. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, Mama Four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy, and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're going to look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So I'm really excited to share this information today because these are questions I get asked pretty often. And I want to put this disclaimer out there that always talk to your doctor first. In this podcast, I am not acting as your doctor or even your health coach. So this is just where you're going to get some information and talk to your healthcare provider about what you want to do with it. So I'm going to start off telling you a little bit more about me and my story. So when I had my youngest child, who is now 16, we were living in Arkansas at the time. And she was about four or five months old. I had stopped nursing her. My stress was super high. So I went to the doctor and my cholesterol was high. And I was just shocked because I wasn't overweight, but I also really wasn't eating the healthiest. So although I wasn't overeating, my portion control is in size, I still wasn't eating that healthy. And I asked the doctor, what should I do? And they gave me this sheet. So it wasn't even a conversation with the doctor. I should clarify that. They mailed this piece of paper to me about what to do to lower my cholesterol as I'm looking at it like I am doing everything, they weren't really helpful at all. And that can be a common thing in our medical world is that there's not a big focus on this preventative care, this what can I do to actually start to make my health better. So I looked up different things and just tweaked my diet a little bit. But of course, they never asked to recheck it or anything. So years and years went on and I imagine it really was in a better place. My cholesterol was better. And then I remember about five years after that, getting it checked again and it was okay. And then fast forward about another five, seven years, um, I got it checked and it was high. And the doctor I was working with at the time, she more believed in plant-based eating. So no meat and animal foods. So what I did was just go down to meat once a day. I limited cheese to maybe once a week. And I also tried to eat more vegetables, a little less chips and things like that. And what was interesting, my cholesterol dropped a lot, but there's different parts of our cholesterol. So we have our total cholesterol. And then we also have our LDL, which is, they call it our bad cholesterol. So you want that under a certain number, but we have our HDL, which is our good cholesterol, and you want that number higher. 
And what happened was when I made these changes is that my total and my bad cholesterol dropped, but so did my HDL, even though I was probably eating more vegetables and healthy foods. The other thing that I cut out was coconut milk and coconut oil because a lot of conventional doctors will say that's bad because it is high in saturated fat. But after doing this, I realized, one, I don't think conventional medicine quite has cholesterol figured out. And I think there's this in-between approach and things that they don't quite know yet, because why would this happen? And they also have this thing called ratio. So where there's a ratio of your total cholesterol to your good cholesterol. And my ratio actually got worse, even though my total cholesterol went down. And I remember asking the doctor, like, well, which is better? Because now my good cholesterol is worse. My ratio is worse. But yes, my total cholesterol is down and my LDL is down. And she's like, no, I think it's better. But I think they're, I think they just still don't quite know all this information. And with the bad cholesterol, there's different types and different densities. There's a lot more nuances to it. And this brings me to the idea and the thought that the science we have is evolving. So medicine practices by the best practices at that time. So what we may be following now is that the best practice for our cholesterol, for our blood sugars, it may change eventually. And especially when it comes to nutritional science, as I was listening to a nutritional science expert who does research, he's like, this nutritional science is all very new. Like we really haven't been studying it for very long and there's so much that we still don't know. So I think it's important to always take information about nutrition, about your health, and really research it and look at it from different points and make it more individualized to you. And the other thing I want to talk about just real briefly is cholesterol medication. And I remember learning about this in physical therapy school that the cholesterol medication that we have, it will lower your cholesterol, but the studies actually didn't show an improvement in outcomes in heart attacks and actual heart health. Like, isn't that so interesting? So we're getting a drug to work that improves these lab numbers, That, But what we're really hoping for is that we don't have heart attacks, that our body is healthy on the inside. And the drugs haven't been proven to do that. So I'm not saying don't take cholesterol medication or anything like that. It's just something to talk to your doctor about. And just bringing this up, and you can look this up for your own information too. So you can try to look up studies that talk about cholesterol medication if this is something that your doctor wants you to take. And you also have to keep in mind that with any medication, there's side effects. So you want to balance the benefits I'm going to get from this medication or even a supplement or even a food. And what are the potential side effects? And really balancing those out and also keeping in mind, which is what I do here, is what can I do in my lifestyle, in my everyday habits, to live the healthiest that I can. Because we really do have so much in our control with our food, with our stress levels, with our exercise that can really impact our health that we may not really be hearing from our doctor. Typically when we go to a doctor, they're really short visits, they're very limited. And something like health coaching takes time. You can't really do it in a 10 or 15 minute session. 
So you have to keep in mind that going to a doctor is different than actually getting health coaching or really working on your health. It's not built into the system yet. It is something that you have to seek out. Okay, off my little soapbox there, but I just think it's so important that we take our health into our own hands, that we are in control of our body and that we're taking that ownership and that responsibility of what we put into our body, how we move our body, how we are handling stress. Okay, so the first topic I want to talk about is cholesterol levels. And you sort of heard me mention some of those levels a little bit. So I'm going to give you some numbers. So typically you want total cholesterol under 200. And if you go to the doctor and you get your lab report, typically the lab will tell you what numbers they are using. And so you can look at these numbers for yourself. So even if your doctor says, hey, your cholesterol is good or hey, it's not, actually look at these numbers so you can get a better understanding. So you want that total cholesterol under 200. That is what our conventional medicine is saying right now. You want LDL, which they call the bad cholesterol, under 100. So you want it less than 100. And you want your HDL, which is considered your good cholesterol. For women, you want it above 60. And there might be some labs or doctor that say above 50 for women. Men, it's a little bit lower. You're going to find labs or doctors saying you want above 40 or 50 for men. So there is a little bit of difference between women and men there. The other important thing you want to look at in your cholesterol levels is your triglycerides. Triglycerides have a little bit to do with sugar and blood sugar. So extra calories, alcohol, sugar turn into triglycerides and then they're stored in the fat cells throughout your body. So most labs or doctors will say that you want triglycerides less than 150 there's a functional medicine doctor, Dr. Mark Hyman, that I like to follow. He recommends under 100. So we want these triglycerides to be lower. So going back to that total cholesterol. So that total cholesterol is your HDL, your good cholesterol, plus your LDL, your bad cholesterol. And it's about 20% of your triglycerides that make up that total cholesterol level. So I think these numbers are a great starting point. And maybe at some point in the future, we might test cholesterol a little different or add something to us or look at it a different way. But this is a really good starting point. And I just want to mention some other things that can affect your cholesterol. So obviously the food that we're eating, and we're going to talk more about that later, but also things like smoking can increase your cholesterol, a lack of exercise. So when we start to exercise and move bodies, we can actually see an improvement in our cholesterol. Hormones can impact our cholesterol and changes that happen through that perimenopause, menopause can affect how our hormones are working. So as we go through this, I want you to take away some information and understand how impactful food is, but also keep in mind that there are these other lifestyle things that are also impacting our cholesterol too. So in order to not make this a long episode, we are going to pause here and part two, we're really going to dive into those foods that cause high cholesterol and what can we can really do to lower our cholesterol. And if you're confused about what to do for you, 
and really understanding how these different lifestyle factors are impacting your health, whether it's with cholesterol or something else, I encourage you to set up a free health coaching call with me where we can go through your goals and your struggles and you can get the information you need and you can actually learn how to move forward, actually implement some of these new habits that you want to. Because if you're getting stuck at implementing new things and struggling with yourself and feeling that resistance, that is where coaching really comes in and can be impactful. So check the description down below if you would like to set up a free health coaching call. And remember, I have my Healthy Beyond 40 Facebook group. I would love it if you guys would go in there, make sure you are a member and post about what your goal or your habit is that you are working on this week. Maybe post a favorite meal, but really join this community and be encouraged along in your health journey. You don't have to go this alone. And in my Facebook group, I post any events I have coming up. I typically have a free yoga class each week that I share about in that group. So make sure you are there. All right, everyone have a great week and keep on moving.